Have you noticed how rude everyone is all of the time these days? Maybe it's just me, but it seems as though I've observed a lot of rude behavior lately. Sometimes it's directed to me. Uh, Some behavior is directed at other people with the expectation for me to agree. And some rude behavior is just online. Like I might see it from uh, Facebook friends or in groups that I'm in. Now, generally, I'm the type of person that speaks before she thinks, and my first response is usually to be rude right back. I mean, I almost always take the low road, (laughs) but I don't know, maybe I'm growing up or maybe there's just so much rudeness that even I can't take it anymore. Anyway, I have hopes for all of us to be exposed to less rude behavior and then to be more fulfilled with the positive things in our lives. And tis the season to prepare yourself for a little extra during the holiday season. And this is how I'm preparing myself to deal with rude behavior and how I plan on preventing myself from being a rude ass as well. Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. So what are some examples of this rude behavior that I'm talking about? And it ranges from, I mean, pretty mild to pretty extreme. So like a mild example would be, and I'm trying to keep all of this like specific to real estate, but as you listen, you'll probably think, oh, well, I have friends that do that and they're not even in real estate. (laughs) Uh, So an example would be not calling or texting someone back when they have asked you to. Um, maybe telling stories about how shitty an agent was because they didn't call you or text you back. And, oh my God, you're so bad at their job. Being annoyed with people when they're asking you questions about your listing. Like, yes, I am guilty of that sometimes too, where I am super annoyed when somebody expects me to do my job, but it is an example of being rude. Telling perfect strangers on the internet, how stupid they are because they don't think like you. And then of course, telling people that, you know, on the internet, how stupid they are because they don't think like you and being a know-it-all ugh, like the person who has to tell you how you're wrong because you don't do it like them. Like, ugh, it's very unbecoming. So as I was outlining this episode, like this has been on my mind for a little while. And I thought there's no better time than to combat rudeness than the holidays, because we want to spread Well, I want to spread holiday cheer anyway, and I assume you probably do too. So what are the things that we can do to solve the rudeness? So if you are guilty of being rude, you could communicate your expectations more clearly, whether that is a note in the agent remarks that you um, are not taking calls during a certain period of time an out of office message or a voicemail message, something to set the expectation of when people can expect to hear back from you or when you're available so that they, they just know, oh, I'm leaving this message for Heather after eight o'clock at night. And I know that she doesn't work after eight o'clock at night because she has told me a hundred times. So by telling people I don't work after eight o'clock at night, unless there's some sort of special circumstance They have an expectation that even if they leave me a voicemail or send me a text message, I'm not going to respond to them until tomorrow. 
And I think that can also be said on the flip side. If you regularly have a problem with people not calling you back, communicate your expectations more clearly. You know, do you actually need somebody for work? But the way you said, Hey, call me made it sound like an option. Well, maybe that's why people aren't calling you back. So how can you communicate your expectations clearly so that everybody's on the same page and everybody knows that you need whatever. So if you need somebody to call you back because you have a question on X, Y, and Z, we'll share that information. Would a text be okay instead of a call? Include that. Communication is such a simple thing, but it does seem to be like a, a lost art these days. And maybe that's just because we are working so much and going 95 miles an hour all the time. But I think a lot of our problems and our annoyances with rude behavior could be solved with communication. Okay, so when you're annoyed with people <laughs> because they expect you to do your job, mm, I get that. And I think it's also a sign that you might need some time off. This business is hard on us. Even with the best of intentions, we end up burning the candle at both ends. So do you think I always stop working at eight o'clock? No, I, you know how it is. You get to writing an offer or you think, oh, I'm just laying on the couch watching TV. One text message won't hurt. And then all of a sudden it's 11 o'clock at night and you're on the phone talking to somebody. Nuts. Could you take a vacation or a staycation? Maybe just schedule a single day off and actually take the day off. Could you go to the movies like an afternoon matinee? So then you're, then you are forced to not be on your phone, perhaps build in some you time into your schedule. I know when I'm a raging lunatic, I have found breathing meditation makes me less of a psycho. And that sounds weird. Just sitting there for 10 minutes breathing. <laughs> and I just, I Google uh, breathing meditation. And there's usually a 10 minute one on YouTube that pops up and it's, it's, I don't, I don't know the magic of it. I don't understand it. You're literally just breathing and like, you're following a, a cadence, this person, like you breathe for five counts and then you exhale for five counts. I mean, they, there's different patterns, but for some reason it does help. And I think it's because I'm giving my brain some space. You know, telling perfect strangers on the internet how stupid they are because they don't think like you. I mean, maybe that made you feel better for a second, but I'm going to guess in the long run, it did more harm than good because more than likely those people that you just told them how stupid they are, they're coming back to tell you how wrong and even stupider you are. It is a losing cycle for everybody. So could you perhaps just ignore the stupid people? If they're friends with you and you don't like what they're saying, and there are a lot of things in the wild world that we live in, in 2021, it seems everywhere I look, everybody is polarizing. Everyone has an opinion. And if you don't agree with it, they don't want to be friends with you. Well, I don't agree with that, but I don't want to get in a fight over it because it's okay to have your opinion. It's okay to believe what you believe. And maybe I believe some of it, maybe all of it, maybe none of it, but it doesn't mean that we can't be friends. So could you unfollow them or mute them for 30 days? 
if it's in a real estate group, uh, maybe you need a break from that group. Like if, if there's posts that regularly turn you into a monster might be a sign you need a 30 day detox. Sometimes it just helps to remember that there are often lots of ways to accomplish something. So just because you have one answer doesn't mean it is the answer. You could also consider the curiosity over judgment approach. So what I mean by that is when you can't resist making a comment, could you ask more questions before you call someone a dum-dum? And that also works for the know-it-all problem. Not everyone is going to do it your way. And this is something, I mean, I suffer from all of these as a rude person and as the recipient of rudeness. I am just as guilty as anybody else. But instead of saying, this is how you should do it, or if you don't do it like me, you're a dum-dum, you could preface your response with, this is my process, or this is how my team does it. Or why are you asking that question? One of the most annoying posts, I think, are what CRM are you using? Oh my God, search. You don't need to ask the same question that 30 other people have asked today, but no matter how many times people are told to search the group for answers, they're going to keep asking that question, even though it annoys me. So I can choose to skip over that post or I can ask questions like, why are you asking what CRM? Do you have a CRM? Are you looking for a new CRM? What is it that you want a CRM to do for you? Those are questions that are from curiosity instead of judgment. In my market, we have a Facebook group for local real estate professionals. So there's real estate agents, inspectors, lenders, like vendors of different various kinds, assistants. Like there's a lot of people in the real estate industry in this Facebook group. And a local lender had asked a question about how real estate agents actually learn how to do their job once they're licensed. And it was, he, he was coming from a position of curiosity and was just seriously just asking because he knows how he learned in his role of being a lender, but he was just curious about how real estate agents, like what our experience was. And as you can imagine, everybody chimed in with their two cents, but the answer that I thought was the most impactful was by a broker in our community. And he's been in the business for a long time, a pillar in the real estate community. Anyway, his response to this question was, I think you need to start with your reputation and do everything you can to protect it. Treat every client and customer like you would treat your grandmother. Secondly, be the most cooperative realtor in your MLS. Thirdly, develop a servant's heart. You do this and your fellow realtors will teach you everything else. And I thought that was, I mean, it's been a couple of months since this post happened and it has stuck with me that long. I mean, I did have to look it up to read exactly what it said, but the, the gist of it has stuck with me. And I think that those are words to really consider. The part that stuck with me the most was to develop a servant's heart. And that's an area of growth opportunity for myself. You know, we live in a world where everyone is out for themselves. And I don't really like it. Even though I'm sometimes out for myself, I want to do and be better. The more rude behavior I see or I'm exposed to, uh, uh, seems to be making me a better person. And so I just wanted to share this message with you because it was, it was on my mind. It was on my heart. 
And maybe you think this is an amazing episode, or maybe you're like, what the heck is going on here? Either way, I appreciate you listening. And I hope that you have had a great Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, This episode is airing the day after Thanksgiving in the United States, 2021. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday season that you find lots of great Black Friday deals and that, well, well, that your weekend is really nice and nobody pisses you off and you don't piss anybody else off. A weekend free of rudeness. We'll be back next week with more tips and tricks in surviving real estate. And uh, if you have any feedback on what you would like more of, you're welcome to email me at podcast at savvyagent.co. Talk to you soon. 